So I checked out the um, Drink Champs Kanye West interview, and uh, I thought it was I thought it was interesting. A lot of good points. Um, but one thing I found interesting is whenever Kanye would try and like get on some conscious stuff, how Nori would change the direction of the conversation to get him off talking about whatever he was talking about. Like in his first clip. So check this this clip out. <laughs> check this one out. He starts talking about how selfish black leaders are. And watch how Nori cuts him off. Check it out. Check it out. Everyone only thinks about themselves, especially our black leaders. Right. Wouldn't none of us run on stage? Wouldn't none of us say George Bush don't care about? We are very self-interested. Those are two of the best moments in American history. Yeah. You said George Bush don't care about black people, and when you told Taylor Swift that Beyonce had the best video yeah, of all and time. I was very... That's, that's American history right there. That's American history right there. And he, he did it again. He did it a few times. He did it on this clip, too. So check this out. Um, he did it on this one. And actually, I got Larry Hoover Jr. Yeah, with I, I me. See, I see. I right introduced myself. I, yeah. I, I recognize his face. Yeah. Uh, so at a certain moment, I want to take a moment where he absolutely. can talk about the exact situation. Absolutely. Y'all absolutely. can really absolutely. understand this leader and political prisoner. Right. You know, like when I went to the White House, I said, this is me in a different dimension. You know, mm, any right. one of us that can organize somebody, they're going to take us down. They've been taking, right. you know, the leaders and the fathers out of the community right. and only leave us with a hustler mentality because mm. you ain't got a dad that's showing you how to save money and what property to buy right. and how to build your own factories. Mm-hmm. We're going to be jumping up and down for the idea of like Virgil getting a job for Bernard Arnault or me getting a job at The Gap or Adidas. A lot of times it's like we all was born white supremacists, racist, and homophobic. That's the bottom. That's the baseline. That's another thing. I don't even got the word for it, but it's like a phobia of mental health. That's the thing mm. where people try to write it off. Mm-hmm. That's like even when I cut my hair like that, I'm like, yo, they're going to try to freeze hey, what's my What's the name account. of that haircut? <laughs> he had to switch to, hey, what's the name of that haircut? He had to hurry up and get his ass off of talking all that conscious stuff. He was like, nah, brothers, this ain't the show for that. No, we don't want to talk about none of that conscious stuff. And he did it again when Kanye was talking like the... Um, you talking about the uh, Declaration of Insanity. You know, the Declaration of Insanity is a form of censorship and control. You, like, are you taking some Hennessy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he did it again. He <laughs> taking some Hennessy. He had to get him off of that. <laughs> I think he did it one more time when he talked about um, how the system tears us apart. And he, he was trying to keep he was trying to keep it he was trying to make it go in a different direction. And he was you you could see he was trying his best. All right, check this check this clip out. Check it out. The system tears us apart left and right. right. Jay this way, Dane that way, Yay this way, Virgil that way. Right. We stronger together. We right. impenetrable together. I we have to vote. I don't know what it means. We, impenetrable? Impenetrable. Yeah, can't get through. Yeah. We can't get through. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> impenetrable? He was trying to get him off of that. <laughs> it seems to me that, that Kanye is having a problem with uh, balancing um, the physical with the spiritual. But he can't help it because he's an artist. And when you're an artist, you I mean, if you're a really good artist... You are in tune spiritually, right? You get you get a lot of stuff from the universe, and it comes through you, and thereby gives you your creativity. So I think he's trying to he's trying to balance that creativity um, with the physical, and he just keeps mashing them up together. 
is what I noticed. Like he was talking about one thing about not having a house and how he doesn't want to conform and he doesn't need a house. And then, but the other on the other side, he's talking about underwear, and he's putting emphasis that these are Balenciaga underwear. I ride uh, to the Balenciaga store with the CEO of Balenciaga, and I didn't have a change of underwear. But for what you know, I've done with Balenciaga, especially over the past four months, guess what my underwear and socks ended up being for the next four days in Paris? Right. Balenciaga. See, I, I didn't understand that. But he does a lot of that. You know, he does a lot of He mashes it all together, and it confuses people because... A lot of people are not, they don't think spirituality, that's not the first place they go to. It's always physical because it's third dimension. It's about what you can see, smell, and taste, right? So when they start talking spiritual stuff, it's like, oh, this nigga's crazy because you can't, you can't see that. But he's got all of this energy coming in and out of him, but he just mashes it together. And there's a conflict there with him. I mean that's I mean or maybe it's just a Gemini thing, I I, I don't know, um, but you know they talked about the Drake beef, and you know I think Kanye is really trying to get ahead of this thing, and he's trying not to let history repeat itself because we saw what happened when the media drives two people apart, they drive a wedge bit between them, and then you have this whole Biggie, um, Tupac thing going on. But also I think Kanye was he's Kanye is pissed. He's pissed because he don't know if Drake, you know, did something with his girl. And that's messing with him mentally. I think he's, Kanye's having an issue with confidence. I think his, his confidence has been shook and, you know, in a sense it's been extracted, it's been decreased, you know, with that relationship. You know, he went in high and now he's he's here confidence-wise and I think it's, it's messing with him mentally. Um, so check this clip out and what he said about, about Drake. Check this out. You know, you know what the people are going to say. The people are going to say they want yay against who you think the people would think they want to see you against. Uh, There's only two people really out there. Yeah. No, I think it'd be, it'd be Drake, right? So there you go. Be Drake. So he knows it. So he comes in. Uh, but then Nori, he starts to, to talk about, you know, well, what about Jay? And here's what he had to say about Jay. You, yeah. you would go against Jay? Nah, because that's my boss. I would never go against Jay. Uh, see? See, he said he wouldn't go against Jay. He's like, nah, uh-uh, that's my, that's my boss. Nah, uh-uh, nope, mm-mm. But what was interesting, what I was saying about the confidence thing, how I think Kanye's had constant things uh, that has decreased his confidence because he, he doesn't seem as confident as he used to, right? And I think I think that that is part of the thing that he's dealing with. Um, but he, he talks about Drake and he talks about how uh, strategic Drake is in his attacks. Uh, but rap is a mental game, right? It's it's wordplay and and mental games. So. Check out what he said in his next clip about how Drake, uh, how, how he feels that uh, Drake is strategizing against him. So check this out. When Drake, Drake don't do a diss, like an outright diss song where it's a headshot. He's going to set, set it up like war. 
You know what I'm saying? Calculated like and strategy. Yeah, when right. people went to go get Hitler, they didn't go straight for Hitler. They set up fake tanks. They set right. this, they this. So he gonna do stuff like live five blocks down the street from you. <laughs> live five blocks down the street. <laughs> Drake, you ain't right, man. You ain't right. Kind of like go and, you know, DM every single girl in your... That's crazy. DM everybody around you. What is he sending in the DM? Hey, is that nigga Kanye next to you? Like, this is this is mental. This is the mental stuff that he's dealing with, and he's telling us family, every single girl around your family, everybody, every, all your niggas, girl. Da, 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 he's got to. Really? So, so it becomes like. So you already got that. It's like away games and home games and stuff like. It's so he makes a comparison between away games and home games. But then he talks about the subliminal bars that he hears, or at least he takes it as an attack from Drake. If he throws out a bar right here, it might be a bar mm -hmm. only, like what, what, what Pac said, you and I know what's going on. Right. right? But it's all psychological, right? So it's like what pin, what button is someone gonna hit? Where can, where, where can you hit him? It's like I was just at the uh, game with Jay Prince last night. And just Jay, Prince. It was talking about how how many below the belts there were. All right. So so he's talking about the subliminal bars that he thinks that he hears of what he thinks is Jake, Drake is saying about him. Um, so, so, so the mental uh, pressure, it does affect your confidence. And he's he's dealing with it. He's really dealing with it. Um, even even when he says that Drake said he never slept with Kim, but he implies it in his music. So check this out. I you know I had this conversation where Drake is like, you know, I never fucked Kim, but I was like, but you acted. Like you did. You got bars that's like hidden hills, give your wife the chills. You doing all kind of, it's like somebody throwing a marble and hiding their hand or something like that. <laughs> hidden hills give your wife the chills. And the thing is, when we listen to the music, we just listen to the lyrics. But he's, Kanye is hearing something totally different than what everybody else hears. I mean, can you imagine the mental... The, psych, the psychological effect that has on a person when everybody's hearing this and you thinking everybody's hearing what you're hearing, but they're not hearing what you say you hearing. They just hearing music and lyrics, but they don't know what's going on. So I guess, you know, it, it, but I mean, I can see how he's dealing with um, with issues related to confidence. And then he even talked about it. He said, you know, he hit below the belt. He, he basically bit Drake's ear like Tyson bit, I think it was Holyfield's ear. He he did a, he did something dirty. And I think, you know, he gave out Drake's address. So Kanye talks about that. So check it out. You know what? Uh, I bit his ear. I bit his ear. You like what like Tyson bit? Like yeah, Mike, exactly. like you know what I'm saying? Oh, because they he bit his ear. <laughs> he bit his ear. And, you know, he's he's dealing with like some mental stuff. You know, not not on the crazy. I'm not talking about on the crazy side, but he's, you know, it's it's mental warfare, and he sees 
Drake as opposition, but he's trying to control it. He doesn't want it to get out of hand. He doesn't want to be played by the media and he doesn't want to want to escalate. So he's so at the same time, he's he wants to escalate it, but he's trying not to escalate it because he doesn't want to be used as a tool or, or a pawn. And he doesn't want to create this. He doesn't want to create more division in the black community. Kanye is very black centric. And he's conscious about what's going on. He knows how the media can play you. But he's getting so pissed off because of what he thinks Drake is doing that it's an area of contention for him because he got the spiritual and the physical thing going on. He got this one thing where he's 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 been at the top as the artist, but he feel like Drake is creeping up on him. And he doesn't he's trying to figure out how to deal with it. And he even talks about how, <laughs> how they play sicko mode at the kids' party. No, no, this is the other thing. Sicko mode, they would play it at the kids' party. So I'd have to bring my kids to a party with this man threatening my life on a song. Welcome to Calabasas. Wow. 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 So that shows you the type of mental... Uh, stuff that he's dealing with you know um yeah he's you know but he's trying to control it like i said he doesn't want to be be used by the media to get into this thing so we have another biggie and tupac situation so he's very conscious of that he doesn't want to create a, a even deeper division within the black community because you know black people gonna take sides well, i'm with drake i'm with kanye so he don't want all that uh, because that can that can have an impact financially, right? Because he he got to think about fashion, he got to think about music. All of that stuff will be impacted if this thing gets any bigger between him and Drake. So he talks about it, but at the same time, he's trying to tone it down so people don't start feeling like they have to take sides. Um, the other thing I kind of like what he said is when he talks about how. Uh, when white people say the word rapper and that it's code for, for nigger. And, and, and the thing is, white people do it all the time. Like, like if you're in a conversation with somebody white and um, they call everybody by their name, like, yeah, sure, Bill. Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. And by the time they get to you and they say, yeah, thanks, man. When they say that, even if, when you're on a phone interview or something and talking to them, they'd be like, you know, yeah. So blah, blah, and then they say, all right, man. When they say man, that, that, that means they know you're black. That means nigger, that basically. And it's the same thing when he said rapper. So, so check out what he says about when white people say, uh, when white people say the word rapper. Check this out. So, and, and you know what I love, hate? I'm going to just tell y'all this. When white people say the word rapper, that is saying nigger. Mm. <laughs> when you say it to me, you say, you getting away with saying nigger. Damn. Oh, the rapper. Right. Okay. Oh, the rapper. Or like. Wait, there you go. And that is, I mean, that is, I mean, you know, trying to knock you down a few notches with these code words. But um, it kind of trips me out how, you know, no matter how far you get when you're black, no matter how, how far up you get, racism is still there. And he talks about it with, with Forbes and what Forbes did to him in this clip. So check this out. And Forbes was always on some white supremacist shit, like down to me. For three years, they like, oh, Kylie a billionaire, yay, not a billionaire. 
you know. And even in my Forbes, if you read the article, it's like it's drenched with some like Jackie Robinson, everything and say, duh, nigga, nigga. So Jackie Robinson, that's the thing that black people go through all the time. I call it the Jackie Robinson syndrome. Whereas um, you always got to be the, the crash test dummy to teach them <laughs> what not to say and what not to do. Like when, when, when Jackie Robinson played baseball, he was, he, was the, he was the test dummy. And sometimes when you get in interracial, rela- uh, interracial relationships, you become the test dummy because you got her parents, they're going to say something off the wall and something stupid. Because you're the first black in the family. So black people always find themselves in that situation. So, you know, that's, that's you know, it's, it's kind of trips me out. Um, Kanye, he describes his frustrations uh, uh, and disappointments uh, in life when he says that he looks at his son as his son works through this math problem. So he's doing his homework, and it's, it's math, and it's got three eggs and two eggs, and it says three plus two equals what, and he says five. And the next one has three eggs plus two eggs, and it says two plus one equals what, and he says five. And see, the, the picture was wrong with the number. Right. He starts to get frustrated. He starts crying. He doesn't understand. And I was there, you know, thinking he was too young for me to explain this to him. I was like, no, this is getting you prepped to be pulled over for no reason. Mm. and think it's okay. This is getting prepped for you to be the person that deserved a job and someone else get the job, they hire Virgil over you and you think it's okay and you can't say nothing because you a sellout to black people if you say you gotta go get a hug. You know what I'm saying? They, they're getting you prepped. It's prep school, right, what? baby? In so many words, he's saying to his son, hey, look, you gotta toughen up because you gonna, if you're getting frustrated with a math problem, this is, this is life. You're gonna be frustrated as a, as a black man trying to move through this experience and, um, and elevate yourself. You know, things are going to happen to you that are not fair. Things are going to happen to you that, that you don't understand. And, you know, you're going to get frustrated, you know. And I've said uh, frustration is nothing but a result of uh, anger controlled by patience. You, when you get angry, when you have anger that's unchecked, you will tear some shit up. But you got... Patience that comes in and controls that anger and that creates an energy of frustration because you feel like there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to sit there and work through it until you get it right. Um, one thing you said, I didn't understand the thing about storage. Um, that I just want to play the clip. I didn't, I didn't understand this one. Uh, so check this out. It was one dude work on me. I said, how many storages I got? I said, I got 80, uh, uh, eight storages. And then my wife, because she's still my wife, it ain't no, it ain't no oh, paperwork. I love that. I love, you know I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, gangster. Go ahead. Keep going. That's yeah. hard. That's hard. Yeah. So I gave it to her because she's really good at storage. She loves, like, this is her, her pastime. It's like organizing. So when she mm. went to the store, she's like, oh, you got 36 storages. So I didn't understand that. Um. How he said he knows he's got 88 storages. And when you talk about storages, yeah, at first I didn't know, I didn't know if he was talking about like bank accounts or storages. Because he went from talking about, you know, 80, 80 bank accounts and then he went to talk about 88 storages. So I, I don't know if he was, I, I didn't understand that. Uh, and then 
how is it there's such a difference between what he thought he had uh, in terms of the, the number of storages versus what he actually has? Um, but the thing is, he continued to, to compliment Drake. Um, you know, he and, and one thing he said, he said he loved Drake, right? And then he was talking about the redemption. And basically, uh, you know, you have you have the buildup and the teardown and the redemption piece is, is, is the closure or or the, um, the 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 redeeming or the rebuild or the restoring of whatever was lost being redeemed, and it seems like he's, it's very important to him to have that redemption because, like I said, with Tupac and Biggie, there was no redemption. So he's trying to well listen to what he says about redemption. So check this out. <laughs> but but the redemp the redemptive quality is like mm. that third verse. Because if you just leave it as it is, it's gonna stay as is. Mm. And for me, in my opinion, Lucy and Grey Jake got no problem with it staying as is. Mm. I got a problem with it staying as is. So that part, you know, he he wants to be able to um control that piece, to to close it out, to make amends, to write the third verse as he says, and not just have it go unaddressed. You know, he wants to be able to close that chapter out the right way instead of just, you know, leaving that infraction in the universe like it is. So I can understand that. Um, let's see. He talks about. Uh, <laughs> listen to what he calls his barber. My barber name is Edward Niggerhands. <laughs> Edward Niggerhands. <laughs> Edward. Edward nigger hands. <laughs> Kanye, come on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he talks about his barber's name. Um, he also talked about Donda, um, the orphanage uh, that he's building. I didn't know if it, I didn't know if it was I didn't know it was an orphanage, but I think that's pretty cool. Um, so let's see what he had to say about the orphanage. Um, Dope concept, though. A lot of good stuff. What I'm doing is providing a plan A, an opportunity where you can bring your children. If you feel like you can't take care of them, you ain't got a place to take them, you don't have a support system, we got a place that's going to have. I'm like, you thought that I wasn't going to try to get killed in this interview? Mm. Dr. Sebi's diet, right. <laughs> based off Dr. Sebi's <laughs> diet, saving not only black children, right. but all God's children. Given an opportunity of a utopia, because the reason why we... I think that's dope. Um, I think that's dope. And he was talking about, you know, uh, Planned Parenthood and um, how he feels that he feels that that's the biggest genocide in black America, because I think he said like 50 percent of black children are aborted. But good stuff. I mean, he you know, he raised some good points, but, uh, you know, as usual, you know, like typical Gemini, you know, it's, it's always a conflict you know, between these two worlds, the spiritual and the physical, or what's right and what's wrong. And you see a lot of that uh, throughout the interview. Um, you know, it, it's a constant battle. Um, but he has some interesting things to say about Common, uh, Big Sean, uh, John Legend, uh, Kwame, <laughs> uh, Kwali, uh, and just blaze. So let's start with what he had to say about common. Everybody know that 
Common is a thousand. Only thing I don't like about Common is he like worked for the Democrats to be saying all kind of like whatever they tell him to do. This is a light skinned nigga to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> You say anything. You say anything. He also has some things to say about about Quali. So check this out. I love Quali. I never really liked the way he rapped. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You just say, you just say anything, man. (laughs) Just say anything. He he didn't stop there. He had more to say about quality. So check this out. But yeah, man, it's like, that's my issue, man. And man, and all these like backhand, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yay, you know, he's, he's, He's a billionaire, but uh, fuck him being a billionaire. They need to be more billionaires. And he, he, he doing, he, he in thin air, but he not like Dave Chappelle. He not like down with the people. He not that. Man, you can't tell me what I'm going through in my life and whether I'm with the people and adjustment of how I should be like you. No. If I be like you, Quali, I'll be where you at. Now, if you take the average 99% of people say, do you want to be Quali or do you want to be yay? Most people going to want to be yay, Quali. <laughs> <laughs> He just don't pull no punches. He also has some things to say about Big Sean. Uh, let's check this out. What do you say about Big Sean? On my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. Because <laughs> he signed Big Sean. <laughs> what the hell did Big Sean do to piss him off? And that's not it. He said some other things, too. So check this out. Man, I know this man mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've changed this man's family. And both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at they boy that actually changed their life. And that's some sellout shit. And I don't rock with neither of them. And, they, and I, need, I need my apologies. I ain't saying they're going to change. But niggas is scared. I feel you. They, you know what I'm saying? Anybody ain't got 100 talents. They, they got them under pressure. And you still got them signed to your car? Wow. Wow. Well, hey, you know, I'm, I can understand that. I can, I can understand that. Loyalty is everything. Um, but you know, sometimes I mean, you know, I think, I think Kanye has a responsibility too. Uh, in that regard, I, I know what you're saying. When it's time to go to war, you know, you know, you gotta have your boys. Your boys gotta have your back. But at least. Have a meeting with your boys and tell them what you're about to do. You know, so they know exactly if if you got an agenda and you expecting people to stand stand behind you, at least let them know what you're looking to do. Don't just and, and I don't know if you did that. I don't know if you, maybe you just showed up on the news and that was the first time they seen it, or if you did forewarn them to tell them, hey, I'm gonna do this. You you go see some stuff. Are you with me or against me? Well, not with me or not, not against me, but with me or not. And then they would have had time to prepare for what you're about to do. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's, there's responsibility on, on, on two parts, but you have to let people know, you know, especially if it's going to impact them. You know, you got to let them know what, you, what you're trying to do. But if you just go off like a wild cannon, cannon and expect people to support you in everything you do, 
you know, just because you gave it to them don't mean that you should put them in a situation where they risk losing everything. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just, you know, it's, it's probably good to just put everybody on the same page before you about to go out and do something like that, especially when it has as big of an impact. Well, okay, so he has some more stuff to say uh, about Big Sean and, and what was funny when he talked about the the ass song. Uh, listen to what he had to say about that. I said, man, do not make your first song be called ass. I always want to make a song that if I'm going through the airport and people sing my song, it's my theme music. When you go through the airport, everybody screams out, ass, 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 ass. ass. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> I also like the impression he did of John Legend. <laughs> get lifted. And get lifted. It's my family. <laughs> get lifted. I need to put that in the sample. That is hilarious. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um so yeah, he went he kind of went in on John Legend too. Um, so here's some of what he had to say about John Legend, Legend too. So check this out. And then John Legend, he sounds so white. He was like the rapper, the rapper. It's just like, man, it's like, where's God in this conversation? You know what I'm saying? Where, who do you work for? Because if you don't work for God then you work it for the devil. So who are you working for at this point? I'm so, I mean, you know, I mean, I can kind of see. What he's saying, in so many words, he's saying, you either for me or against me, you know, um, you know, and, you know, very, very Gemini, very Gemini-like. Um, one minute, you know, you going in, you know, trying to tear down the establishment, and the next minute you name dropping about, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, that uh, he's contradicting himself. I'm just saying that that represents that duality. And when you have uh, that duality, you don't know who's running it. One minute is this one running it, one minute is that one running it. Right? So you got the one that's running it here that's saying, all right, yeah, we're we a team, we're going to do this. And then the other one pops up, and then this one goes away. Now you asked out. So that's, that's why it's kind of hard for people to kind of uh, follow Geminis because they, you know, they're, they're really nice people. They'll give you, they'll give you anything in some cases, but they just, you don't know who's going to pop up. And that's what makes it hard, you know, and they'll say some things that will piss people off. You know, this one will say some things that piss people off. And then this one is there to kind of make you feel good about it and say, all right, well, I didn't mean that. And then this one pops up again and slaps you across your face again. So it's, you know, I always looked at zodiac signs as as a way to give you an idea of what your potential weaknesses are. So, you know, so knowing that, if I was a Gemini, I'd work on being more consistent and finding balance between those two dualities. You know, that doesn't mean you have to act like that, but it's good to be aware of that 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 you have the potential to do that. A lot of people don't believe in zodiacs and all that stuff, but I do think it is relevant to some degree where you can read up on this stuff and see what type of qualities that a particular 
so I might have, and then just be conscious of that, and then work on that, and be a better person. Um, so yeah, he talked about John Legend. He talked. He called John. He called uh, John Blaze a copycat. Um, I'm sorry, not John Blaze, but Just Blaze. He called him a, him a copycat. So, so check this one out. So Swiss beats or Just Blaze? Well, Swiss Beats definitely because Just Blaze is a copycat. You know, he get credit for the blueprint, and I did the first half of the blueprint, and he just copied my half and got. Do I mean, look, look where I'm at today. Look where he at today. Wow. So that's the. Wow. Wow. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's that. You know. Um. But he did say some stuff. Uh. Uh. That was that was uh. That was pretty cool. He, he said that he's not divorced. SNL making my wife say I divorced him on TV because they just wanted to get that bar off. And I ain't never even seen the papers. We never even divorced. Wow. So how we, because that, that ain't no joke to me. Right. My, my kids shit. want their parents to stay together. Right. I want their parents, I want us to be together. But I if want you look, to be together too. If you look at the media, that's not what they promoting. Right. And the thing is, I mean, this is typical of any, I mean, how many of you guys had that breakup? Uh, and you, you, I mean, you love her, but you can't get to it because her mother's in the way, her dad is in the way, her sister's in the way, and everybody keeps you from her. So you start doing erratic things, you know, it makes you appear crazy. And I think that's kind of what Kanye is going through right now. You know, he's got this publicist that he said he doesn't like. Uh, he's got the media. He's got, he's got a lot of lot more to to fight with, and it it makes his behavior. Uh, it can it can look scary, right? Because you become desperate, and I think that's probably what's happening to a certain degree. Um, he's he's dealing with a lot of stuff, you know, uh, but but also a, a lot of it is kind of driven by because when you're that famous, you do develop an ego. I mean, an ego. Most a lot of famous people do have egos because because that's that's what they gotta have that. That's that's what you need to, to stay famous and be famous. You gotta have an ego and you gotta think self first. You gotta think I'm the biggest, I'm the greatest, I'm the best. So he's dealing with that. He's dealing with uh seeing Drake as his competition. He's dealing with thinking that his girl slept with Drake. He's thinking that I'm still the best. Uh he's thinking that uh I'm the richest, so I should be making the decisions. So he's he's dealing with a lot of stuff, you know, but at the same time he's he's saying that, you know, I'm humble. So there like I said, that duality. He's fighting between two worlds, spiritual, physical, ego, humble. A lot of contention there. He's fighting with a lot of stuff and then, you know, possibly losing losing his girl and his family and um yeah. So he talked about taking himself public. Um, let, let's let's listen to that trip that that track. I mean, sorry, that clip when I'm talking about taking himself public. So this is what he had to say about that. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take myself mm. public and create a universal basic income mm. and go public for a T. Like, uh, publicly, know, publicly know, traded, do we all know what a T is? No. A trillion. Yeah, but publicly traded. Public, yes, me, right? And make 
a universal, not even universal basic income, but universal wealth. Okay, so, yes, I mean, so I, I think, interesting concept, good, good idea, but it's centralized. It all depends on you taking your brand public and people buying into that. Why not just create something like a black blockchain for black people? Why not just create a cryptocurrency for black people? And NFTs and tokenize. Everybody want to be black. Why not tokenize the culture? Why not do that? Create NFTs, Rihanna NFTs, Drake NFTs, uh, Kanye NFTs, and have it all on a black blockchain, create a black token, and watch how fast that. You talk about trillions, that would be in the trillions. That would definitely be in the trillions. You, you don't have to take yourself public. Just create a black blockchain and put the black culture on the blockchain. So... Very interesting concepts, though. Um, so, let's see. He talked about... Uh, one thing I did like that he talked about... Well, before that, let me, let me get back to uh, the, this publicist thing that he was talking about. I want you guys to see this clip of what he said about this publicist. So, so check this out. Okay. Yo, this is... Let me tell you, I want to make clear why I have a major problem. It's a publicist because she promotes fear. And if my wife can be scared, who the main person is she going to be scared of? And then after that, who my kids going to be scared of? If you promote the idea of fear and reading every single comment and being in her ear all the time, giving these mid-level suggestions, not one suggestion I would ever take from this person. But so he's talking about the, if I read between the lines, he's talking about that fear, fear him. Have his kids fear him, have his wife fear him, uh, and making mid-level suggestions against him. Because it's, it's no telling what type of text messages he's sending. It's no telling, you know, that, that they're not sharing. Um, you know, because you got a lot of money at stake here. You got billions at, at stake here. And it's no telling what, what, you know, what's going on internally. You know, and maybe they are in a position where they feel like they need to shield themselves from him because, you know, people get unpredictable. So I, yeah, I don't know if that's going on. But, you know, you can imagine the dynamics of, you know, um, trying to protect yourself, but at the same time, not compromise, not compromise your, your livelihood. Because, you know, Kim and Kanye, they're, they're tied at the hip financially. So, it's, you know, you got to be very strategic on, in how you move because you can't afford to do any damage to his image or your image. So it's, you know. Because the public is your income. And if you start creating a different type of image and the public sees that, then that would affect revenue. So it's a lot of shit going on. Um, but one thing I did like that he said was the concept that we are gods. I think that was pretty dope. Um, I want y'all to see this clip and then I got some, some stuff to say about that. So check this, this, this clip out. It's inside of us. We collectively are God. We as a collection, God is in us. So collectively we are God. As we move, like when they move around Mecca, when you see that, you see. Okay, so, so that's a dope concept. It's not a dope concept. I, true. Because if you think about it, it said, you know, let us make man in our image. 
right? So if we were made in the image of God, then then we are we are God, right? God creates, right? He creates. We can create. Um, I just think collectively. But the thing is, we're separated. Divide and conquer. And that's what's been happening. But if we ever united as a people, as black people, then we collectively are God. Because, you know, if you think about it, um, when they talk about like the war in heaven and all that, and they said God was fighting with the angels. No. If you think about it, when God created man, there were no rules. It's, it's pretty much like going ahead, have at it. And I think man got to a point where they're so cre- they were so creative that they had reached that plateau. And it wasn't a war in heaven. It was a war between God and man. And that man was, was black man. Basically, that's, that's it. So, so we do have that God energy. We do have that God quality. Collectively, we are. Collectively, we are. So it's in the best interest of everyone to keep us separated. And this is what he's talking about. Um, I just don't think that. I think if you're going to give praise, give praise to your ancestors because they've been here and they know what this this initiation phase is about. And I think when you misdirect that praise to a different deity, you. You lose your power and, you know, I, yeah, praise God, he's a great creator, you know, the moon, the stars, the earth, the planet and all that. But when you trans when you leave this experience and you transition you don't want to stay here. You don't want to stay here on this, in this, in this universe. This is created by the God that created you. If he created you in your image, then you need to go off and create something else and have your own universe. That's just my, my two cents. But, um, so he also talked about, uh, <clears throat> hype Williams and the black image and all of that. And that's, I think this is very, this is important why black people should control their own image. And he talked about that. So let's check out that clip of what he said about that. Let's listen to that. Me and Hype are good friends. People used to say, y'all ain't going to get along. Y'all both assholes. About This is my best, 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 best friend is Hype Williams. And um, what I liked is, man, he made Ja Rule look like eight feet tall. He knew how to, he knew how to. And by the way, Ja Rule. See, I like I like how how he made that correction because they were looking for they were looking for him to crack and say something negative, but he corrected it. He said John Gotti and Ja Rule, you know what I'm saying? Because Fifty Cent, he kind of when he first came out, he really kind of did a a job on Ja Rule and everything. But Kanye wanted to wanted it to be known, and no, I I hang out with these people. These these are my dudes, so that's pretty dope is 10 feet tall inside you get what i'm saying we kings at the end of the day so i'm not saying this because i would never say nothing to ever disrespect irv Gotti or ja rule that's dope that's dope um so so let's get into what he said about high williams so check this out what he said about high williams uh and um filmmaking and, and all that stuff and like i said i've always said that the primary primary language is images that's the primary language. I mean, English, spoken language is all secondary shit. It's, it's, it's the images. Is When you're trying to talk to somebody, you talk to them in images. When you, want, when you want to fuck with them mentally, images. That's why when people go to war and they see people get shot and killed, they can't get over it because they got the what? 
image in their head. You could tell somebody something, it'll have an effect on it, but it won't have too much of a longing, a long lasting effect because they can always forget what you what what you what they said what you said to them, but they can't forget the images. So, so let's see what what he said about um, uh, about Hype Williams. So check this out. The press, the way they paint us, you know, will make us feel like that's all we could be. And that, that it makes our ceiling like that. But Hype went in and painted us a certain kind of way. Mm. 